thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. We bow prostrate before your presence, realizing we can do nothing without you. And God, we confess our sins as we have fallen short of your glory. Wash us, cleanse us, heal us. We thank you for the ministry of dance, the ministry of song, and now in the ministry of the word, that you would uh, move and correct our behavior, our mentalities, convict, convince, if need be, convert. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on now. Give him a hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is why you ought to belong to St. Matthew. This is the best church in the world. Praise the Lord. What a youth department. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for our youth leaders. Thank God for our youth. And I, I, I am just, just flabbergasted 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. To Crystal and her husband, thank you for your oversight of the dancers. And um, this is not just display. This is development. Amen. Amen. We're planting seeds and watering those seeds, and those seeds will grow. Can I get a witness? I want to thank the Lord again for all of you, for our visitors by bus. Um, truly, God is an awesome, awesome God. See how multifaceted this ministry is. Praise God. And um, to those of you that are chosen, 18 to 35, your night is coming up Friday night. Great service here in the sanctuary to the singles, 36 and over, in the CDC. Praise the Lord. And we are just thankful the youth are going out by bus. Amen. And uh, to, a, to a recreation spot. And uh, we, we are just thankful to our Lord for all that he has done and is doing in our midst. Amen. God is a mighty God. This morning, I want you to turn to Genesis chapter 3. Genesis, the word means beginnings. And first to first chapter to 11th chapter has to do with creation. 12 to 50 has to do with the first family through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But here in chapter 3, now the serpent, say snake, was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you can never trust a snake. Reminds me of the man who was driving up the road and as he was driving, he saw a snake in the highway and the snake had been wounded and the man decided to pick the snake up and nurse him back to life put him in his car, and the snake bit the man. And the man said, how could you bite me when I picked you up and nursed you back to life? And the snake said, you knew I was a snake when you picked me up. <laughs> this serpent is subtle, meaning it's slick. It's wise. It displays a lot of wisdom. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the mist of the garden, say forbidden fruit. God have said ye should not eat of it, eat of it. Now this is the woman's miscalculation, nor should you touch it, lest ye die. And verse four, the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. 
For God doth know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Turn to your neighbor and say, Sometimes it's best for you to leave your eyes shut. Hide and seek. Many of us remember clearly the game played in our childhood called hide and seek. Some call it hide, go seek. The essence of this game was for a person to close their eyes and begin counting 10 to 20, allowing time for the other participants of the game to find a hiding place where they would not be found. And then at the end of the count, the person doing the counting would pursue the rest, trying to beat them back to the place where they did the counting. And if you beat them back, then they were the one that had to take over the pursuance. What intrigued me about this game as I was growing up were the peculiar places that people chose to hide. Now, now I'm from South Philly, so we, we couldn't go but so many places, but there were people hiding under the car, there were people hiding in the alley. Um, it is very peculiar what places people decided to hide in. And in a similar sense, spiritually, we seek places to hide so that we are not found. Our hurts, our histories, our habits, our sense of hysteria causes us to hide. Spirit of God, according to Psalm 32, wants to come alongside and bring disclosure Amen. By, listen, retrieving us from these hiding places. We hide our hurts, our histories. We hide our habits, our hysteria. And some of us sitting here hide our hands. Folk don't know where you're coming from. This matter of hiding is pronounced throughout the words, our fears, our fractures, our failures. We emotionally, psychologically uh, have been affected as Satan seduces us, stifles us, yeah, and brings problems and pitfalls in order for us, amen, to hide, listen to pastor, and in the process, he has fractured our perception. And in fracturing our perceptions, uh, our perception is fractured as to how we see ourselves. Most of what we do is trying to repair what has been damaged in ourselves. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Chuck Swindell put it this way, Humpty Dumpty 
sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. See, Humpty, hum, Humpty is Adam. When Adam fell, Adam has been trying to find a solution, mankind, to put themselves back together again. And we can't put ourselves back together again. We are broken. We are bruised. We are battered. We are broke. We are bitter. And it's here that when we look at this matter of hiding, 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 we hide our motives, we hide the mechanisms, we, we hide how we feel about us, our makeup, listen to this, and then we hide how we feel about others. And ultimately, we hide how we feel about God. Most all of us are in a hidden place. We're in a hidden place. We claim to be transparent. We claim. You tell people what you want no people to, to know, and you do not disclose the secret stuff. And we're working overtime in our own minds trying to erect, yeah, walls that will protect what I have hidden. We're hiding. Therefore, we have problems in our marriages because we're hiding. In ministry, in our minds, motives, because most of us are in a state of a quest to hide within and behind these erections. I find it interesting, I have read numerous counseling books, over 27 years of pastoring. I have been to conferences on uh, behavior, psyche, psychological uh, initiatives of people. And even when I had to go to counseling for my marriage, I was astounded that the counselor would dare say that I had some onus in this marriage. Not, not in the problem. The problem couldn't be me. I'm just such a nice guy and easy to get along with. And I, I, equ I equated with scripture. In, the, in this analysis of myself, the woman you gave me. So all of us are hiding something. Put your hands up in the air. Say, I don't want to hide no more. I don't want to hide no more. I've been lying for a long time. I don't want to hide no more. Here we go. From the pulpit to the door. In the name of Jesus. There are three hiding places that I'm going to bring out this morning, and all of them involve the saved. So I'm not talking people going to hell. They involve the saved. Three strategic hiding places. 
And the first is here in Genesis 3, we see the hiding of our fears and fractures behind clothing. Clothing, clothing, clothing. We, yeah. What we're dressing up with is not a true assessment of what we are. So here in Genesis 3, and, I, and, and, and for the sake of time, I want to uh, go through this as thoroughly as possible. Noun, and, and notice the sentence says noun, meaning that we have to go back into chapters 1 and chapter 2 to capture truth. The truth is, without you turning, in Genesis 1.31, God said, everything that I have made is good. That is a problem. If, if, because if God, everything God made is good, then when we start coming across the, the, the bad and the ugly, God will end up doing it. Are y'all praying with me? And, 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 and my theological position is between Genesis 1 and Genesis 2, uh, 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 listen, in the beginning, God, Elohim, plurality of the Godhead, made Barah, Hebrew word, heaven and earth. And then verse 2 said, and the earth was without form, void, darkness, reckless, wreck, 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 and ruin, which God did not make. So it is believed that Lucifer, Satan, fell from heaven between verse 1 and 2. Right. However, he did not interfere with God's immediate creation. So Lucifer, Satan, had fallen, took one-third of heaven with him. You can find this in Ezekiel 20. 28 and uh, Isaiah chapter 14 when he talked about the five eyes I will exalt my throne above God I will be like El Elyon the most high God and, and, and so Satan took one third of the angelic host they fell they became demons fallen angels and, but he didn't decide to affect God's highest creation of man until chapter 3 his whole objective was, I'm going to bring wreck and ruin to what God calls a creative prize. That's what he does in the church. He slips in unaware, and he calls wreck and ruin, division, a, 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 and confusion. Can I get a witness? Yeah, and, and, and that's the work of the enemy. But now it says, and then verse 25 of chapter 2 says, and they were both, this is critical, naked! And we're not ashamed that because they were innocent, listen to pastor, the covenant of the Edenic covenant of the Garden of Eden, corresponding dispensation, TTT, a truth that time, uh, tr a time that truth is tested, they were innocent in the Garden of Eden. They were innocent. They were innocent. They were naked and not ashamed. When we feel ashamed, it is always connected to our sin. Now, the serpent, the snake, this serpent at this time could walk upright. It was beautiful. And Satan inhabited the body of the snake and started speaking through the snake. Watch what you call beautiful. Make sure that 
people you are putting confidence in, confiding in, are not a disguise for the devil. Make sure, be sure, be careful. And it's not what they say, it's what they do. Yeah. The serpent was full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. The serpent was wise, subtle, than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said you shall not eat, this is interesting, of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, now that was factual truth, we shall not eat it. And then she goes on to say, nor touch it, that wasn't what God said, lest ye die. And Satan comes along, he's always questioning the, the, the veracity, the integrity of God. You're not going to die. God knows that in the day you eat, you're going to be like him. Three things are going on here. There's a physical forbidden fruit. There's a psychological, um, amen, fracture involved here. Her eyes will be open. And there's a fallacy here. You're going to be like God. She bought it hook, line, and sinker. She was seduced. She wasn't, yeah. Adam was not tricked, according to Timothy. Adam knew what he was doing. And this has nothing to do with gender. The woman was seduced. She was deceived. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the Bible says that after they ate, she gave to her husband, he did eat, that they had sinned and they had fallen and everything turned topsy-turvy. And here's what I want you to hear this morning. And they covered themselves in fig leaves. When we, when we are fractured and when we, yeah, are fearful, we tend to put on clothes to cover us. Fig leaf or fig leaves is what I use as an acronym. F is fractured. Once they ate, they were fractured. They were separated from God. They were fractured. They uh, I is insecurity. They became insecure. G is guilt. They were living with guilt. All right. One of the things, whether it's real or imagined, let me talk about guilt. There are a lot of things that a lot of us do out of a base of operations of guilt. You still have not forgiven yourself for something you have done years ago. And you're working overtime to offset it. Fracture, insecurity, guilt, fig, leaves, loneliness, emptiness, E, uh, addiction or apathy, A, uh, V, victimized, E, emotionally messed up, and S, stricken. Fig leaves. Now, how many of us sitting here this morning? have a covering because we've been fractured, we've been fearful, we've fallen, 
We fail. And we start putting on these fig leaves. We see it all the time. Watch people who constantly judge and criticize others. They don't like themselves. See, when I'm struggling with me, I got to strike out at you. Yeah. Because when I push you down, it automatically pushes me up. People who are struggling with their inner fractures, fear, failure, my God, are hiding behind man-made fig leaves. I need to become great. I need to be in charge. I need to get more degrees in the thermometer. Yeah, that's a lot of degrees. I need, I, need to, I need to always be in uh, an inner circle that exalts who I am because I'm trying to feel a void. I need to write a book. I need to do this. And there's nothing wrong with those things per se, but it's driven from a base that's in us because we've been fractured. So God comes along and says, Adam... Where are you? And whenever God asks a question, it's always rhetorical. That means it's without, it needs no answer because God is omniscient. He knows everything before it happens. Do I have a witness? Psalm 139 said, if I make my bed in hell, he's there. He's in hell waiting on you. If I, yeah, 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 if I fly on the wings of the morning to, to glory, he's already there. He's already at the next place you plan to go. That's what makes him God. Adam, where are you? He's what Ad, Ad, Adam, 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 Adam said. Adam said, well, I, I, uh, I, uh, um, I, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid. Why are you afraid? Well, I, and, and then God starts <laughs> psychoanalyzing the whole thing. Um, uh, I'm, I'm naked. Who told you he was naked? Don't we telling ourselves? You know, everything I do from this pulpit in the, in, in the context of preaching and teaching is intentionally done to bring about a mental and psychological response. This ministry and this pulpit will not be used to feel what you think is missing in you. It ain't happening. We're here for Jesus. And Jesus only. And the more you reach out for appreciation, applause, and, you know, attention, the more I cut it off. It ain't happening. Because you got another problem that you're using as a cover. You're trying to use, and, and see, that's what Satan did. I, let me make this clear. When you are so bold to steal his glory, to bring it into yourself, you are a rascal. I will share my glory with no man. Do I have a witness? 
And, 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 so child, and so child of God, child of God, God said, who told you was naked? And then God killed an animal. He redeemed him through uh, the killing of animal, and he put clothing of animals on him, which denotes a shedding of blood. And without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. And then he pardoned him from the garden. He put him out, and he put an angel with a flaming sword there. He gave him a new job. And just listen, tomorrow when you go to work, when you got to get up 6 o'clock, and get dressed to go to work. Think about Adam, because if it weren't for Adam, you wouldn't have to go to work. God said, now, I'm going to curse the ground, I'm going to curse you, and you're going to have to toil. Uh-oh. Consequences. Young people, there are consequences to your decisions. And your decisions are going to look pretty up front, yeah, some fine-looking guy, some pretty-looking girl, amen, uh, 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 soliciting you and uh, seducing you into having sex and to, and yeah, y'all, y'all ain't got to say amen. See, they already damaged. I'm talking to y'all. And, 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 and I'm talking about people who will come alongside with a slickness to get what they want. Don't give in. Because there's consequences to our decisions. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever man sows is what that man reaps. Here's the problem. God determines how long it takes for that thing to grow. I'm still suffering, guys. Stuff I did years ago. I'm, I'm forgiven. I'm on my way to glory. Jesus has saved my soul. But in my everyday life, I got to fight. Do I have a witness? I got to fight pornography. I got I to gotta fight. I'm preaching now. I got to fight to stay pure. I got to fight to walk in the word. I got to fight to pray in the morning. I got I to gotta fight to wait on God. I, I got to fight. And then God redefined roles. We don't, we don't like hearing this. Okay. So Adam, let me hear from you. What happened? He said, well, the woman you gave me, she made me do it. Some of us want to blame our stuff on somebody else. Can I get a witness? Well, it was my first husband. Well, you still messing up. Well, it was my second husband. Well, you, you still messing up. Baby, baby don't go there. When are you going to wake up and smell a coffee? Adam blames his wife. And that's what we do in marriage. We blame the mate. Every time. And sometimes the mate is wrong, but not the way you're telling it. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. You think that mate that killed you and sent you to hell. You was in hell when you met him. Somebody need to preach this stuff. You were going through changes before your husband brought you up the aisle. You, you were going through changes before your wife came up the aisle. Huh? Mm. Mm. See, I've got to walk away saying that I was messed up. 
long before anybody came into my life. I was born in sin and shaping in iniquity. Are y'all praying with me? I got issues. I got baggage of stuff that just won't go away. It wakes me up at night. It, it, it messes with me in the morning. And when I'm in a car by myself, it gets on my last nerve. I don't need you in the car with me for me to feel messed up. I'm messed up when you're not there. Do I have a witness? I, I was telling this morning, I, you know, one of, my, one of my great aunts is dying. She's got, she's hospital. She's 97 years old. Cancer and ate her up. So I go to the hospital. They say she's going to die any day. She's always been a great Christian. Great Christian. So I go up to the hospital in Philadelphia. And I walk into the uh, entrance. And this uh, hospital cop, he's standing there. And I said, I gave him the name, and uh, he, uh, I can't seem to find her. I said, all right, you know, just being patient. It's early in the morning. I've had devotions. <laughs> and, then, and then he said, oh, excuse me, my computer went down. I got to reboot it. I said, well, how, much is, how long is the booting going to take? <laughs> two to three minutes. So I wait around another two or three minutes. He's rebooting. And we, we kept going back, about 20, 25 minutes, man. So I said, here I go. I just can't keep my big mouth shut. I said, this is crazy. <laughs> so, so the cop looked at me and said, I'm going to try to get her again. I, you know. And then I got to, a, got to a bed, prayed with her, quoted the 23rd Psalm. We had a good time. I kissed her. I said, I love you. Jesus has got your back. It's going to be well with your soul. And then I came downstairs and the cop said, hey, man, Take care. Sorry it took me so I said, that's all right, brother. But uh, I, I really tried to get in and out without fussing. You know what I mean? Just, just every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in. You know, you know so, you know, you know and, and, and I'm talking about my stuff. I ain't talking about your stuff. Do I have a witness? So, so here in this story... They put on fig leaves as a covering. Some of us sitting here, we've been bruised, we've been fractured, we've been molested. L listen, we've been on drugs. We, come on, we've been through alcohol, we've been through divorces, we've gone through hell and back. And instead of you giving it to Jesus, you have put on something to protect yourself. And it's not really protecting you, it's only taking you deeper. Temptation said, years ago, run, 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 but you sure can hide. Remember that? An eye for an eye, two for two. Vote for me, I'll set you free. Rap on, brother. Rap on. Remember that? Only one talking about love is the preacher. We continually continually clothe ourselves with clothing that reinforces us hiding 
deeper. Hiding. There's a second hidden occasion. Turn to First Kings, historical book. First Kings, I'm getting out of your way. 19, come on. First Kings, First Samuel, Second Samuel, First Kings. To your right, I don't hear any Bibles. Praise the Lord. First Kings chapter 19, when you get to say amen. amen. Now, now, now this, is, this is unique. I love this. And this is all about a man, a great prophet called Elijah. We see a hiding of our failures without or within our caves. First Kings 19. What a story. We create our own caves. Now, I have a man cave at home. That's, that's, that's where I retreat, where I go. I don't want too much company there. I don't have a lot of conversations there. I just like to retreat. Do you have a, do you have a special place you like to retreat to? How many of y'all have a special place you like to retreat to? Okay, good. And you really don't want anybody else sitting there. It's, 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 it's a cave. It's a cave. It's a hiding place. But it's not hiding behind clothing it's a hiding within a cave it is where we run to and we're fearful frustrated and we have failed we enter amen into this cave faking it's safe it's secure it's sufficient and this is a synonymous story as to where we tend to run to when things get tough because most of us run when things get tough and we design the place we run into we can run to alcohol we can run to drugs we can run to perversity we just we just run it's interesting it is here where we see a peculiarity, amen, and a rationalization of rumblings in this prophet's heart. Hmm. What a story. Elijah's life is peculiar, it's painful, and it is preemptive to the will of God. Who was this man, Elijah? Great prophet, problem with the story is in in first kings chapter 17 he proclaims a drought chapter 18 he calls down fire on 450 uh, wicked prophets of Baal in fact one of my profs in bible college said uh, Elijah was a comedian he made fun of other religions and gods he said why don't you pray to your God that he'll call down fire and burn up the sacrifice and they called down, nothing happened. He said, maybe you're going to sleep. Help wake him up. Let me, let's, let's wake him up. Let's send it up. And then he called down fire, and the whole thing was consumed. But in chapter 19, out of a fear of failure, here comes Jezebel. We got some Jezebels. Jezebel is the wife of Ahab king. Jezebel says, you tell Elijah when I catch him what I'm going to do to him. And he got scared and ran the length of the state of New Jersey. 
from North Jersey all the way down to Southern Jersey. I mean, he didn't catch a train. No bus. No Greyhound was running then. He, that boy ran. He ran all the way down because there was conflict. There was difficulty. Some of us are running out of our marriages because we just refuse to stand still and work it out. I'm preaching up in this place. We run from church to church because we're looking for what we want. Is where, yeah, we're looking for what we think. We're looking for what, yeah, I'm preaching. Keep making excuses. Keep escaping. Run into our caves. If I didn't have a spirit of stick-to-itiveness, steadfastness, and listen, a spirit that didn't care what anybody thought, this ministry wouldn't be what it was. Because I had stuff coming in from all angles. Oh, really? God bless you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. Uh, may the Lord smile upon you. But Sunday morning, this is what we're going to do. In the name of Jesus. I'm not letting... Outside pressures come in. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to walk this Christian walk with broke, a broken spirit of failure. There are no failures in Jesus Christ. My Bible says no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Or do I have a witness? Weeping may endure for a night. Somebody needs to say amen, but joy will come in the morning. Can I get a witness? My God is an awesome God. My God is always on time. My God is all powerful. My God is all knowing. My God, he can fix my problem. Can I get a witness? He can pull me out of trouble. He can put running in my feet and clapping in my hands and joy in my soul. And in the name of Jesus, there's power. There's power. You know it's power. A woman pressed through a crowd because there was power. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, there's power in the name of Jesus. Some centurion man in charge of a hundred Romans said, Lord, will you come to my house and heal my servant? Jesus said, I'll come. He said, no, you don't have to come. Just speak the word. Your word can go over distances. Your, your word can penetrate through atmospheres. Your, your word is able to, to do far exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think. Check it out. Elijah huh? got weak. God sent an angel to feed him for 40 days and told him it was a great journey ahead of him. And then verse 19, and there he went into a cave. Question number one, God says, what are you doing here? Interesting. Look at his response. I'm the only one who cares about your concerns and I have not compromised your ethics. Elijah's pain, his pity for himself. Yeah, he procrastinated. He passed the blame on to others like, like we would do. He flee 
into a cave behind God. God, God, God says, wait a minute, let's have a dialogue. Uh, 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 Elijah, uh, yeah, Elijah, Elijah, Elijah. Uh, I'm going to put you on a mountain, and I'm going to allow three things to come by. The wind, an earthquake. Yeah, I'm, I'm allowed these things to come. And I want you to know something about me. First of all, I wasn't in the wind. I wasn't in the earthquake. <laughs> I wasn't in cracked rocks. I was a still, small voice. Learn to listen to that still, small voice. God told Elijah, now here's what you're going to do. You're going to go back. I've already called Hazael. Haziel. He's coming from Syria. I've called Jehu. He was a prophet who was a nut. He drove his chariot extra fast. Everybody knew when Jehu was in town. He would skid, pull up. And then I'm going to call Elisha, the next prophet. Interesting about those three. Those three. I, Jehu, whom God, when he got off his chariot, he said, where is Jezebel? When I finish with her backside, I'm going to throw it to the dogs. Didn't he say that? He was crazy. In fact, after he killed Jezebel, God had to kill him. Jehu was crazy. So turn to your neighbor and say, whatever you don't do, God's got a crazy man behind you that'll do it. felt like a failure and when some of you feel like a failure it's not time to go in a cave it's not time to go in a closet yeah come out of your closets that's the problem in the church right now we say one thing but we into something else look at a third and final place in Exodus 33 we see a hiding place of not fracture, fear, not failure, but of freedom in the cleft of the rock. Exodus 33, go back to your left. Exodus 33, come on, get there. You got to go. Exodus chapter 33, praise the Lord. Are you with me? Second book in the Bible, Exodus, Genesis, Exodus, Exodus 33, pronounce. And by the way, let me throw this out parenthetically. Moses and Elijah died as backsliders. Both of them. That's why God had a problem on Mount Transfiguration, Matthew 17. When Moses and Elijah came back to life and they was huddling up talking to Jesus, and Peter opened up his big mouth impulsively and said, oh, it's good that we're here. We need to build three tabernacles of praise for these three. And God the Father came over in the cloud and said, boy, uh, Please be quiet. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Moses and Elijah can't even touch his garment. Chapter 33 
if you are going to hide, and we all feel like hiding, don't we? I, I know I do. When things get tough, when things get tough, I mean really tough, I'm looking for a hiding place. Can I get a witness? If you're going to hide, yeah, you need to go into the secret place of the most high, the, the dwelling place through all generations. He is your deliverance. And in 33:12, we see the promise of God's, amen, uh, uh, presence. Moses said, now listen, let me, let me stop, pause and part. Moses was the most privileged person in all the Bible outside of Jesus. He had more privilege than anybody else. Look what Moses could do. Moses could step into the tabernacle, holy of holies, anytime he wanted. Without a sacrifice, he could just walk in, pull back the curtain, and talk to God. Nobody else could do that. Moses was so important that the Jewish historian Josephus said when Moses, yeah, walked the streets of Egypt before he was called, that women would leave their husbands to get a glimpse at Moses. Moses, Moses, what a man. He was a man, Doc. Mo Moses, Moses met Jesus on the Mount of, yeah, Sinai, and he said, take off your shoes, you stand on holy ground. And, a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a, listen, uh, uh, yeah, a branch was burning but not consumed. And Moses said, I got to see this sight. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. How can branches burn and not be consumed? What God was saying to Moses is, this is how my people Israel is. They can go through fire, but they're not going to be consumed. And you know what? You're going to go through fire, but you won't be consumed. Wherever you are this morning, you coming out. Can I get a witness? Whatever is hurting you in life, God's going to heal it. I do I have a witness? He is Jehovah uh, Sink Canoe. He's El Roy. He's Jehovah M. Kadesh. He's, he's El Shaddai. He's, he's El Elyon. He's, come on now, he's Jehovah Jireh who will provide. He's going to bring it to pass. And let me tell you something I know about God. God never rushes in to bless you. God pulls back and waits. God's let, God lets all hell break out. God lets things get topsy-turvy. Man's extremity is God's opportunity. God will make you wait. God will make you wait and work. God will make you wait, work, and pray. God will let you get frustrated. God will act like he didn't hear your prayers. And while you're towing him, you got to keep looking to the hills from whence cometh your help because I serve an on-time God. Can I get a witness? He's going to show up. He's going to bless you. He's going to free you. He's going to do all he said he would do. I will bless the Lord at all times. So Moses said, well, Lord, Moses said, well, 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 well God, God, Yahweh, if I've found favor, if you, since you've seen me, since you know me, he said, do me a favor. God said, what is it? Uh, since I've seen your presence, he said, I want to see your face. God said, Moses can't do that. I can't do that, Moses. Not for you. Not for anyone. Why, God? No man can see God and live. 
not in his glory. Thank you, Jesus. That's why Jesus had to sh zip up his Shekinah. Do I have a witness? Uh, he, uh, uh, and, and the word eternal became flesh. Yeah. And tabernacled upon us. Can I get a witness? He said, but Moses, here's what I'll do. You can't see my face, but I'm going to place you in the cleft. The word cleft means something that's been cut out for the purposes of protection. Ah, I'm going to place you in the cleft of the rock. You can't see my face, but I'm going to pass by and I'll let you see my exhaust fumes of my glory. I'll let you see the aftermath of my eternality. I'll, I'll let you see all that I'm about. I'll let you see my Shekinah from the rear. You can't see me from the front because you'll burn up and die. Can I get a witness? But I'm going to stick you in the cleft of the rock. And the rock is Jesus. Can I get a witness? If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. He's, he's protected. He, yeah, yeah. God sticks us in Christ. So we won't go to hell. So we won't be judged. Can I get a witness? He stuck Moses in the cleft of the rock and God passed by. There was no hurt, no harm, no danger. And it was a good hiding place. If you're going to hide somewhere, hide in Jesus. Lord, I don't need to hide behind my clothes or my self-made covering. I don't need to hide behind my habits of drugs and alcohol. I don't need to hide behind all the hysteria that I grew up with. I don't need to hide behind the hurts of my bad models my parents and grandparents. I, I don't need to hide behind all the molestations and abuses that I've gone through. I'm not going to keep erecting a covering to protect myself. Can I get a witness? Because I'm only getting worse. I don't need to run to a cave all by myself. Can I get a witness? Because I'm fractured and I failed. But what I need to do, I need to hide in Christ. Can I get a witness? If you're hiding in Jesus, he's got your back. If you're hiding in Jesus, he's got your front. If you're hiding in Jesus, he's got all power. There's no weapon against you that shall prosper. Satan can't mess with you when you're in Christ. Can I get a witness? Your, 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 your past can't catch up with you when you're in Christ. Can I get a witness? Your fractures can't bring you down when you're in Christ. He's got all, I said all power. Isn't he able? He can change the way I live. He can change the way I think. He can change the way I walk. He can change the way I talk. He's a change agent. Say yeah. And he's worthy, worthy to be praised. That's why I keep lifting up his name. Because he snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. Put me on a street called Straight. Put a new song in my mouth. Even praise. Say yeah. Say yeah. He's worthy. 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 To be praised.
Hide and seek. You keep covering up corruption. You've got to disclose yourself through the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I choose to pull down every wall through the power of the Holy Spirit, every petition. And God, I want you to look into my soul. I want you to free me as you place me into this rock. Let's stand on our feet. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus is the Son of God, God the Son. He died on the cross of Calvary for all your sins, was buried and rose again. He wants to save you. If you need to be saved, don't leave here unsaved. Just raise your hand there. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I see your hands. All of you have your hands. Come on up here. Come on. Look at Jesus. Come on. Come on up. Or perhaps you want to join our church in your Christian experience. Come on up here. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Come on up. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Come on, right down here. Amen. Bless the Lord. 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 Stand, stand this way. Bless the Lord. Come here, baby. Come on. Thanks for coming. Here. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Come on. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Come on. Come on out of the seats. Come on. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Amen. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Praise Jesus. Come on. Love you, man. If you need to be saved or you want to join the church, come on. If you need to be saved, do not ignore the voice of of the pastor, preacher, prophet. The Lord wants to save you right now so that you are secure, name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. If you want to join the church, raise your hand. Is there one? I want you to come on up. Thank you. Thank you, sir. How you doing? I'm fine, baby. Come on. Come on. Balcony, let's go. Anybody? Step out. Step out. In the name of Jesus. See, I covered up a lot of junk from the world. Yeah. Amen. Come on now. Come on, brother. Come on. Thank you, man. Thank you. And whom the Son have set free is free indeed. Yeah. I was in bondage. Can I get a witness? Getting high. Running the street, fornicating, cussing, carrying pistols, all that. But God who's rich. Isn't he rich? He's rich. He's rich. Saved my soul. Now everything didn't change overnight, did it? But progressively, God started changing us. Didn't he start changing us? Didn't he start changing us? Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? I'm going to wait one minute because Satan is a liar. And Satan is telling you in one ear, don't go up. God is telling you to come up. So I'm going to wait for you to come up. Come on, brother. There you go. Praise Jesus. Thank you, man. Thank you, brother. Come on. Praise Jesus. Stand right there. Stand right there. There you go. Right here. Is there another? Is there, there you go. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. Thank you. Is there another? I'm going to start here. Bus ministry. Just step out if you want to be saved. We love you. We love you. We love you. The Lord loves you. The Lord loves you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Praise you. Thank you. You want to come up home? You want to give your life to Christ? Come on. 
Can you move down? Can you move down? Move down, move down. Move down, move down. Move down. Praise the Lord. Praise yeah. Jesus. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. Praise you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you died right now, if right now Jesus yeah. came back, if you died right now and you're not absolutely sure you'd be in glory, just put your hand in there. You're not sure where you're going. Put your hand in there. You're not sure. You're not sure. You're not sure where you're going to end up. How many of you don't have a church home? Raise your hand. You're without a church home. All right, we got you. I can't think of a better church than St. Matthew's. Fellowship, you get fed. Come on now. Is there another? All right, praise Jesus. We love you. Come on, you got. Come on, brother. Come on. Look at yeah. you. You got to tarry. Crazy. Hallelujah. Come on, brother. That's it. Come on. Love you. Thank you. Praise Jesus. Love you, man. Love you. Come on, baby. Come on. It's, it's well. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. Is there another? Is there another? Praise Jesus. What a mighty God. See, they're running. Look, look. They're not running for cover anymore. They're they're running to the cliff of the rock, which is higher than I. Praise His name. All right, I'm I'm closing down. All y'all saved? You know Jesus? You saved? I'm challenging you. You saved? You saved, my brother? You saved? You You want to come give your life to Christ? Come on, come on. Save, save, brother. Save, y'all save. Give your life to Christ. Come on, give your life to Christ. Okay, good. Anybody else? Now there's some church folk going to hell too. So let me turn the other way. Y'all, y'all wanna, y'all wanna get saved? You wanna give your life? You wanna join the church? Praise Jesus. All right. Praise the Lord. All right. We thank God for your Holy Ghost boldness. The Lord's going to bless you. By faith, when you came up, you were saying, I believe that Jesus died for my sins. I believe he's the only begotten son of God. Roy, take him in the back. You, Chris, leading Christ. God bless you. Get three phone numbers for me, please. Thank you. God bless you. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, look at it. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Jesus over one soul angels are shouting in heaven listen 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 pay attention to your pay attention to where you're running it's indicative of other things